Hey guys, welcome to Recharge, Rebuild and Restore. R3 with me, Roz. Tonight, I am in the presence of a beautiful, strong black woman. She is a community leader and a youth mentor. She is also the president of the West Island Black Community Association, which is also called WIPCA. She has great working ethics and she's passionate for her community. And she loves guiding, teaching, and encouraging her young people to reach the stars. Please, let us welcome Mrs. Joan Lee to the podcast. Thank, Thank you, Roslyn. It's great, great to be here. Well, I'm so happy that you take the time out of your busy schedule to speak with me. So I'm very grateful about that. Great. Awesome. So can you tell us uh, what does... W-I-B-C-A means to both of you. Well, the acronym W-I-B-C-A, it mm -hmm. actually, it stands for the West Island Black Community Association. Right. Um, yeah. We abbreviated it because saying the West Island Black Community Association is really a mouthful. It's a long one. <laughs> it's, yes. So we abbreviated it. So we are affectionately known as WIPCA. Oh, WIPCA. Okay. Yes. I wanted everyone to know what it means before we can say WIPCA on, on the podcast. Okay. So, so now we're talking to the president of WIPCA. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. Yes. Right. And why did you choose? Because as, as a leader or as a woman that is driven to help a community, why were you so passionate to work in this facility? WIPCA means a lot to me and to the community. And I wanted to be a part of that legacy. Um, it started um, in 1982, so 39 years ago. Mm -hmm. And the phenomenal woman that started it and continued it year after year, I wanted to be a part of the legacy. Awesome. Awesome. And uh, Miss Petal, how do you feel about that as well? I think we just lost her. Um, okay, so I'm going to just continue with you, Joan, okay? And then after okay. Her, and we'll go back. We'll go back and try to join her because she just got cut off. Um, so can you please share with the audience why... And how can someone get so, how you are got involved, how can someone get involved with the association and volunteer and give back to, to your association? Why do you think is a need for that? There is a need for that because everyone thinks because you live on the West Island that you are somewhat privileged. Right. But, mm -hmm. um, yes, there are a lot of, you know, privileged people on the West Island, but there are some that are not so privileged. Mm -hmm. And even if you are, you still have needs. Right. Uh, especially we cater to the seniors and the youth. And the oh. seniors, you know, they're at an age, you know, we have some 70-year-old, 80-year-olds where their children have moved away, so they're lonely. So WIPCA helps to, you know, we have programs to alleviate the loneliness. Such like? Uh, we have... Um, Zumba classes. Awesome. Yes, we have senior surf where we teach the, we have a facilitator who teaches the seniors how to use everyday technology. Okay. Uh, a lot of them are getting into their smartphones. 
Wow. Yes. So they need to learn to use it and communicate (laughs) with their children, their grandchildren. Right. We also have a meals program where um, once a month we, 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 cater to the seniors we send them a meal from Mm -hmm. a black owned restaurant up there so we up their choice and we rotate between those restaurants so that they have the meals we also have movie nights bingo night Uh um, and many other activities so is all those activities are free for the community of the seniors or is it a small fee have to be paid there is no fee everything is free Wow. The, yes. The only thing we ask is that you become a WIPCA member. Mm-hmm. And for seniors, the membership fee is $20 per year. But oh. if they don't, if they cannot afford it, it is fine. We just still ask you to register. Okay. So you just want them to be accountable for coming and enjoying the service and also to be feeling that they are part of something and it's not given to them for free. Right. And they right. want to pay that. $20, believe it or not. Sometimes you say, you know what, if you can't afford it, it's fine. But they, they want to pay because they want to feel like a part of the family. Right. And, and, and I'll okay. let Petal speak about the, the, the youth because she deals a lot with the youth. So she could tell you more about the youth programs that we have. Before you go to Petal, I'll come to you in a minute. Uh, Joan, and you yes. that lots of the, the, uh, children have moved away yes. and now you're taking care of the seniors of the community. Is Correct. that, uh, was those you, the, the children that went away, were they also involved in your community? Did they give back to the association or that's just random seniors that needs your service at this time? Actually, there's both. Good. Okay. There's a mixture of both where the children moved away. Uh, mm-hmm. Some are living in Toronto, in the States, back to the Caribbean, Mm -hmm. Uh, So the parents are here, you know, by themselves, or even some of the kids are right here in Montreal, but with their business schedule, they, they just don't have the, the, the bandwidth to always, you know, be with their parents or, you know, help them out. And that's where Whipka steps in. Well, that's, you guys are doing a great job. I, I hear about Whipka and it's, it's funny, I was trying to reach it for the longest time. I mean, it was in the same place at the same time. And you were so gracious to talk and was willing to come into the podcast. So just knowing that there is services for our community that of age that you are trying to get them to not to be lonely, not to be just sitting around, not doing nothing and still keep them active. That's just amazing. And thank you so much for, for doing that. Oh. For our pleasure. Our pleasure. <laughs> That's wonderful. So, Petal, um, Joan have just said that you work with the youth. What are you doing with the youth at um, the association right now? Well, uh, we have uh, basically two programs. One right. is a Saturday right. morning tutorial program that has okay. been ongoing for, oh, probably decades now, where mm-hmm. um, students... Um, come together on a Saturday morning and um, and they get help with their homework with their homework and any Hello? Uh, yes you know what I'll continue for pedal I think she gone she's having technical difficulties okay yes. go ahead so yes yeah, so we have the Saturday morning tutorial where you know the children get help with their homework and we have some great tutors Mm-hmm. And actually, a, a few of the tutors are from, were members of WIPCA. 
wow. when they were younger. So they decided mm -hmm. now to give back. Mm -hmm. It's like it, it, it becomes a full circle. Right. Because you get um, you give back to what you just e have given. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. um, we also have a scholarship program um, where we give out at least three scholarships per year. Oh, wow. To, to um, university, if you're in mm -hmm. university, mm -hmm. um, in CSHEP or trade school. Okay. So going back to the question, what you just had said before about um, giving the young people help with homework and stuff like that, how were you able to come about that program and why do you think it was needed in a community at this time? Well, we realized that there was a need for this because actually there was a teacher, uh, Miss, um, Mrs. James, Mrs. Thomas Cedar James, mm -hmm. and uh, she um, is still a member of WIPCA. She was actually, she's actually a former chairperson of WIPCA. Okay. And she's, an, she's an educator. And right. she realized there was a need for the, you know, the children of color, they were falling behind. And she said, mm -hmm. we have to do something. Mm-hmm. And um, she introduced this homework program, right? And and um, it's been, as Pedals mentioned before, it's been going on for decades now. And because there is a need, the children need help, and there's a lot of parents that cannot afford a private tutor, right? And the homework program really helps with that, help them with their homework, and on top of it, it it helps them to socialize. Okay. And so how, yes. okay, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. And they know that there's a network of people there willing to help. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, so then how do you choose those children that comes to you? Do they have to be in a certain bracket of, of um, financially? Um, no, we don't know? choose them. They choose us. Any child, any child that needs help can come to you. And you yes. will not turn them back. You will, will have them willfully. Yes. Okay, great. Awesome. And yes. how big is the program? Um, last year, we had 20 students. Right. And I believe eight tutors. So it was kind of a ratio of two to one. And oh. not every child needed um, a full session. It's usually Saturdays from 10 to 12. Okay. And Pedal runs the program, and she she's just simply amazing. Awesome. Um, yes. Mm -hmm. So uh, you said that you have you can anyone can join you, and yes. you have the the volunteers or the mentors, I would say, because they are mentoring those beautiful children. The mentors right. come into the community to help those young children to do well with their homework. What is the um, result after? Do you follow them on a long basis for a year or two years, or is it just for a short period of time? We actually follow them, and mm -hmm. they they just keep coming back year after year, and we've seen the progress. Wow! Uh, awesome. There was one student; he was failing math, mm -hmm. and within just a few sessions, he was excelling in the course because he had that one-on-one -on -one session mm -hmm. with one of our mentors, and mm -hmm. it just it. And it just builds so much confidence, right. you know, um, and sometimes in a class, you just get lost. And when you have a one-on-one -on -one and there's no pressure, you take your time. And although we finish at 12, if they need more time, the tutor 
you know, puts in that extra time. So I was just about to ask you these two questions, which is poignant to what you just talked about. So do you think a mentor is really needed in our society and our community for our children? Yes, a big yes. Um, You know, for, I'm speaking for black children, um, when they see someone like them helping, they're more receptive and more trusting because they go, that person looks like me, so I could trust them. And um, to to lead into another another program that WIPCA is actually launching on September twenty fifth, this Saturday right. is the robotics STEM right. program. Yes, that's what Pedal is, is is in char- charge of. Yes, teacher. she's also in charge of that. Uh, <laughs> Pedal is one of her most amazing volunteers. Because right. WIPCA is a um, a volunteer led organization. Uh huh. Uh huh. And, um, and we just think that STEM is so important, the mm-hmm. science, technology, um, engineering, and math. Um, right. you, know, the, you know, of course, it's important to be athletic, and we need athletes, we need everyone yep. else, but to have those basic, yes. um, you know, it, it, mm-hmm. it's very important, and it leads to so many opportunities. That's right, because, you know, my son, my, my children, they're very active kids, and I always said to them, because they want to make pro football, pro rugby, all those things, but I always, if you can do it in the end, because you have injuries, you need to have something to fall back on, and the Correct. best thing to fall back on is an education, because without mm-hmm. that, you can't get anywhere in life right now without an education. So it's Correct. important, and it's, it's amazing to know that you guys are taking so much time. And as I said, they're just volunteers that's coming back to, to, to give back to your community and watching the children shine and, and, yes. and, and grow and mm-hmm. become something that they probably wouldn't thought they would have become because they didn't have the right tools or the resources to have them. But now with having those resources, they can fly the wings as an as an eagle. So that's yes. awesome. Yes. Awesome. It's awesome. So would you say, um, I know we have to go back to talking about the robotic, um, what apparently is doing. I'm so excited to hear about that as well. I'm really excited to hear about that. We're excited to start it on Saturday. Right? <laughs> Yay! Yes. 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 <laughs> so how many kids are always doing this robotic uh, program? Um, uh, Pedal will answer. Pedal will have the numbers for that. Pedal, are you? Yes, I'm yes. back. I don't know why. Okay, um, sorry about that. I don't know why it's cutting off. But... Yeah, so um, we have 30 students uh, registered. Um, oh, wow. They're all between uh, the ages of 9 to 19. Most of them, mm-hmm. though, I have to say are um, under 14. Oh, but. Wow. Um, yeah and um yeah so we're starting on saturday we have 11 mentors these are uh, i want to say they're 11 engineers wow that are cross generations it is amazing you know when they um, find out about it they just want to step forward and support the kids and um yeah i'm i'm so proud of them and um, also, uh, we have um, um, Mark, our main technical um, uh, volunteer, who is so enthusiastic. He's actually a physicist, 
and um, and and uh, the uh, chair of the robotics department at um, at a local college. Mm-hmm. And he brings so much enthusiasm and excitement to to the group. And because you know he has vision, he's actually been teaching it for twenty two years. Wow. And so, yeah, so he's you got getting all the experience from that guy and all the experiment he uh, tried. So he's getting the yes, best of the best right now. It is amazing, yes. Right. So, so can I ask you a question, Pedro? What is your why? Why were you driven to take that on as a project? Hello? Okay, I, maybe we lost Pedro. I think what's happening with Pedro is like either someone is texting or on the phone. So when something comes in, it's, it cuts off. I think. Okay. Is, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, I'll just continue with you. And when she comes back in, I'll just ask okay. her. Okay. Okay. So um, who would you say was the most influential person that came into the club to support and give back to your community? Oh, we have a few. Great. Uh, we have a few. Awesome. There is um, Mr. Frank Bayless. Yes. He, yes. Um, he is a former MP for Pierrefonds Roxboro. Uh huh. Um, and um, he, um, even when he was in, you know, in Parliament, he still supported Webka, and he's mm-hmm. actually now currently Webka's vice vice president. Oh wow, that's awesome. It he's is, a great guy. Great guy. Yes, very he's humble. a great, great man. Great very man. Humble, very humble guy. Yes. Right. We yes, Frank Bayless. We also have have Maya Johnson. Yes, that I know. They, yes, um, she was actually went to the to the summer camp, and I believe she was a counselor. Um, oh. Yes, and she continuously gives back to Whipka. Uh, awesome. There's Yolan James. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, um, she's an attorney and a mediator, and she was actually, I believe, the first female black yes. female yes. MA in Quebec. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she's a pro- she's a product of Wipka. Wow, so Wipka um, doing very well. Yes, Wipka is doing very well, and there's some young up and coming uh, right. young people who right. actually receive scholarship and they keep in touch with Wipka mm-hmm. and they're actually volunteering. There's um, a couple of young ladies, Miriam Torre. She's actually now running the Black Girls Gather Book Club. Oh, yes, yes. Okay. You okay. know, um, how, there's oh, a book club. How yes. is that and how is that going? It is going wonderful. Awesome. Um, that is for young Black girls ages 13 to 17. Okay. And they meet every Thursday. I believe it's going to start in October. Um, and I believe they still have a, a couple of spots left. So if anyone so wants to register, register right. for the Black Girls Gather Book Club, you could just go to the web, to Webka's website, www.wibca.org, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and just look for the Black Girls Gather and click on it and register. Awesome. Okay. Yes. Guys, don't forget to go on the Webka website and you can... If you love to read and you are of color and you want to shine through reading and to travel the world, you can go and register and they would not, they would not let you out, not come in. They would accept you with open arms. Yes, absolutely. Right? So, and again, free of yes. charge. And free of charge. That's right. 
Free of charge, which is awesome. Yes, one of so, my favorite words, free. Free of charge. <laughs> I'm after I'm finished talking to you on this podcast, I'm talking to you after the phone, girl. I got to okay. get free stuff here. <laughs> yes. Free sounds really good right now. Yeah. Free but you know good. what? It's not even free and it's not good. It's free and it's amazing because when you yes. can take all this free information that you're going to get and apply it into your daily life for your education and to grow and to become what you want to be in this world, it's just amazing because to get to get it free and you will do well with it, it's just what can you say not to take it and, and say thank you so much for yes, all that. of the hard work that you guys are putting in just for, for your community. So that's great. But... um. Yeah. Who, who is giving you all this money to run this club for free? Because right now, everyone's saying they don't have anything to give, right? But I guess you guys have had such great turnovers. Plus, you guys are showing so much great um, rewards of the children that's coming out of your group that they just have to say yes, right? Exactly. So <laughs> one of the ways people believe it, our community is, is super. They donate um, they're, they donate because they see the need for it. And right. we also write grants. Oh, wow. We're, yes, we write grants and we, we approach companies and the government and we get that money in, in there. Um, so all the programs at WIPCA are free, but to continue to give it for free, right. um, we apply for grants. And right. if there's any grant writers out there, please call Joan. At WIPCA, contact right. me on uh, the website, www.wipca.org, or you can call the office and leave a message at 514-683-3925. And trust me, I will get back to you. Well, we, I'm glad just hear what she just said. Call her if you're a grant writer. And if you have, you can give back to your community. She will take it willingly and willfully, and she will accept it with a big smile. Yes. And a big thank you. <laughs> a big thank you. There you go. So, what you know, we have we're still in the pandemic, but how was the pandemic affected your situation, and were you, your children able to have the same result as what they had before? You know what? Believe it or not, for WIPCA, the pandemic was in some ways a blessing. Wow. Yes. Please elaborate. In the sense that. Um, we were able to, to just move everything online. Mm -hmm. And as I said before, we were teaching the seniors. It was before that we were teaching the seniors, you know, how to use technology and everything else. And, you know, the, the young people, they got that down pat. So there was no worries there. So mm -hmm. we just signed up for, you know, the business account for Zoom and, uh, you know, Pedal would create the breakout rooms. And each child and their and their mentor would go into their breakout room and and have their their classes online. Wow! So we haven't we haven't skipped a beat. Wipka just oh, kept on awesome. marching on. That's great. That's, that's I'm so happy to hear that. That no one was so down or alone, no. wasn't able to continue in in the mm. terrible time that we just passed. Right. We still enjoy and feel connected with 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 the society so that's great right and um and the parents were super happy because then they didn't have to leave the house and drive the kids anywhere right you know it was right in the comfort of their own home mm -hmm. so okay. that was that's you know actually a plus right there 
Great, great. And so then no one, what do you have any service on hand, like social workers or psychologists or psychiatrists for your, your, your um, association as well for needed in the community or you're not in that field as, as yet? Actually, we do have um, some um, professionals who volunteer. So mm -hmm. if that service is needed, we recommend you to, to those said professionals. Okay. Great. Yes. So then I had asked Pedro before, what is your why? What's your why? And what, what motivated you behind volunteering and giving back so, so much to the community? The why is my, my dearly beloved grandmother who recently passed away. Mm -hmm. um, she always instilled in, in myself and my sister and my cousins to give back to the community. It's she, you know, one of her favorite saying was, um, I, I should know it by heart because she always, um, you know, said it to us mm -hmm. to, 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 to those that much is given, much is mm -hmm. required. She always said that. <laughs> and yes, I've, been, I've been blessed. I, I thank God I've been blessed. So I have to bless others with my blessings. Mm -hmm. That's great. So seeing that you're blessed and you're giving back so much because of your why and true because of your grandmother and still in you that you should always give. Mm -hmm. What's the oldest member of your community and what's the youngest member of your community? Oh, wow. The, the eldest mm -hmm. member. I'm not yeah. sure who the eldest member is really, but there is one person. Well, there's a few that stand out, but I would, I think of um, Mrs. Aileen White, um, known as Peaches. Mm -hmm. This lady is amazing. Mm -hmm. She's been given back and um, from day one. And actually, mm -hmm. as I said, Whipka is 39 years old. Right. And I'm very proud to say that Whipka is one of the black community that owns their own building. Wow. And that's Bravo. why, thank you. Thank you. And that's why I think of Mrs. White. Mrs. Mm -hmm. White actually put up her name, uh, her name on the mortgage when we got that building because they wouldn't give it to us because, you know. Right. And she wrote, she signed for that building. Wow. So wow. I really think of her and the sacrifices she's made for her community. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, when I grow up, I want to be just like her. Just like her because <laughs> she, she's, she's prominent. She's a woman of faith. She's a woman yes. of community. She's a woman of love. She's yes. a woman that wants to give back no matter what. Exactly. And no matter what the consequences or what the challenges were for her at the time, she see the need for her community to grow and to become more. And through that, amazing people came out of the community which can exactly. give back to the community. So that's how it is. They say, when you give, it will come back to you and it yes. come back to you in different ways, right? Yes. Not just you, but through the whole community and all over the world, people will hear that how poignant you are and how passionate you can hear in your voice mm -hmm. for doing this for, for the community and to know people has given so much before. So yes. I appreciate you taking the time to do that for us tonight. And in mind, just... Um, just a quick note, I just want to say that. Do you think that the mindset of the people that you choose to, okay, I would rephrase the question. 
how do you choose or pick the mentors or you may say mentors and you might say volunteers to work with those children what is the protocol is needed to do that if you're interested we will we have an interview process right um and if you're going to work with the young children we do require a uh, a background check, a police check. Right. If you're not working with the children, that is not necessary, the police check. But if you're working with the children, we do require that. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just need to be passionate about what right. you do. And sometimes when, you know, some people are like, oh, I don't have time. Right. There is, if you want to make time, there is time because it doesn't mean you have to spend, you know, 10 hours a week or sometimes it's just one hour and that one hour does make a difference Mm -hmm. you know if you want a tutor and yes our tutoring is from 10 to 12 but if you say oh joan or pedal whipka i could only do you know one hour from 11 from you know 10 to 11 that's fine okay that is fine we will take it so you're just grateful that they can volunteer and give back to the community. That's all you're right. asking. Right, 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 right. Mm. So with all that, you give back to the community, you serve your wives, your grandma, you, you have the opportunity of meeting and seeing. So then how do you feel when those parents come into your, your, your office and say that I would like my child? to? Do you have touching stories that break your heart? Or do you have touching stories that give you hope and enlighten the parents to know that you got them, you, you will work with them and support them. How do that works out? The parents are grateful. They're so grateful. And a mm-hmm. lot of, um, you know, a few years ago, a lot of parents right here on the West Island didn't know that WIPCA existed. I didn't know that because I had children. And haven't I known that my children would have come through WIPCA? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, with social media, we've reached um, a lot more people. Right. And, um, you know, we've been in the news somewhat, some, you know, especially since um, the Black Lives Matter. Right. uh, With Mm -hmm. George Floyd and everything. We've been out there a lot and a lot of people are calling on us for for support. So, you know, the word is getting out about WIPCA. So -hmm. that is really amazing. And again, you know, you could always check out our website. You could uh, find us on Facebook at at WIPCA, W-I-B-C-A, Montreal NPO. On our IG page at the same address, WIPCA, Montreal NPO. And a lot of people actually contact us through our Facebook page and our IG page. Okay, so I'm going to check. Guys, check out on Facebook and on Instagram. Don't forget to and like and share it as well. So people yes. can know who they are and they can get some help if they need for volunteers or for donation guys. So don't exactly. Forget. Or if you need help, we're there yes, too for that. The help or donations. We, we do both. We, yes. She's doing both right now. Not just one. We're doing both. So whichever one you're comfortable with to give or to share or to help or to give back, just, just reach out to Joan and she will be willing to Take all the phone calls she needed. And she's so graceful. You call her right away. In two seconds, she'll call you back. She's I try. Not- <laughs> I try my best. <laughs> what you are, you really are. Okay. And just, so- and just to let you know, I, right. um, we are volunteer-led. And most of our volunteers, I as myself, Pedal, we do have a full-time careers. 
I was just uh, about coming into that. So go ahead. <laughs> yes, we have all my questions too fast. Oh, sorry. We have, no, no, go uh, ahead. We awesome. have full-time careers. So this is not our full-time job. Um, we actually only have one part-time employee, our office manager, mm-hmm. and um, she is amazing. Um, mm-hmm. if, if she will most likely return your call or the emails and make sure that they come to me and I will get back to you or someone from the team will get back to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it does take a special kind, you know, because after you finish your job or on the job, I'm, you know, trying to multitask and, and do what needs to be done. That I was just about to ask you. So how would you say that you are balancing your career with your family and plus being a president of, of this beautiful association, where do you, how do you get a skill set to, to take the time to do that? Time management. It's very important. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you just have to draw the line and have boundaries. Boundaries are very important. Mm-hmm. Um, I know sometimes I do get carried away. <laughs> I can see my daughter looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> because sometimes mom can we go do this oh, my kids are grown by the but they still live at home and they say mom can we do something i'm just like okay let me send one more email let me you know let me just take care of one more thing but right. uh yes there are times that you know yes i webka does take some priority because it depends because some things are very time sensitive and mm-hmm. I have to act on them, you know, right. promptly. Right. Yes. So, so uh, how, yes. How would you say that you have the self care? So, how do you take care of that of Miss Jones self after she oh. does the emails and after <laughs> she does the, the the work at home and she does the work for the office and then she do for the social? How Miss Jones take care of herself and have the tip she can share with everyone as she manage her time and still be able to look so beautiful as you're looking right now. Oh, wow. Oh, thank you so much, Rosalind. Thank you for that. Um, I get a massage every two weeks. Yes. Every two weeks. That's right. And um, actually, if if anyone out there is listening and need a good masseuse, um, Alvina Ryan, she's amazing. She's an amazing. Alvina Ryan is a massage therapist and she's Yes, she is. She yes, is she, amazing. You know, you yeah. could check her out on um, on Facebook, book an appointment. Yeah. Um, she'll have you feeling, uh, you know, rejuvenated and brand new. Right. That's um, what she does. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, she's mine as well. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> and um, also spending time with my friends and family that really rejuvenates me and I have a sister circle of uh, fem- uh, these ladies are amazing I've known most of them for over 40 years wow um, and we're still friends and we meet up you know on birthdays and whenever we want to drink wine <laughs> that's <laughs> we <okay>. meet up <laughs> yes you enjoy yes and we enjoy each other's company so that uh, that helps me you know, to, to relax, restore, recharge. <laughs> Miss Joan, you're beating me to all my questions, girl, but I'm loving it. <laughs> okay, Miss Joan. 
So you guys, as you hear, Miss Jones take the time to find a massage. She have great friends. She enjoy her wine when she relax and she can restore and she can recharge and she can rebuild. So saying that all the R's, which season would you see that you are in right now? Mm, for myself personally or for Wipka? I will do both. I will do for Wipka first and then I will do for yourself after. Mm. Wow, that's a good question, Rosalind. Mm. <laughs> I, 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 for Wipka, I would say rebuilding. Right. Because it's a new board. Uh, a new board has been elected. Um, you know, so um, uh, myself is uh, the new president. Um, Mr. Bayless is the new vice president. Um, Marsha Lamath is our new secretary and Michael Doig is our new treasurer. So we're, right. we're rebuilding in a sense. Okay. Yes. And why would you say that you need to rebuild? Um, I was, I believe I'm the only one who was there because I was, I was serving as the treasurer before. Okay. So it takes some time for everyone else to, you know, to get um, into everything and, and learn certain aspects of the organization. Mm -hmm. Yes. And to continue the great programs that we have. Okay, and, and for Miss Joan, in her season of her life. Hmm. <laughs> ah, yeah, oh boy. <laughs> um, you, I, you got me there, Rosalind. I, I would say, oh, oh. I would say recharge. Why so? Um, doing the community work and having a career and a family, uh, right. you need to recharge sometimes. That's right. Um, it's yes, it's it's great, but uh, yes, I need to recharge. And um, one of the things I have a, a great partner, and he he he's in charge <laughs> of that <laughs> recharging me. That's uh, awesome! Yeah. <laughs> Good for that partner. We should call his name out, you know, so we can know who he is. <laughs> he he likes his privacy. He no he no. He's just a joke. He's just you a know, joke. he goes, Joan, you go do your thing. I'll take care of certain things. That's and right. He does that. He will book. Like he'll say, okay, what's on your schedule? Um, uh, we're I'm booking. Um, you know, a weekend away. Um, awesome. you know, and it is great. And he, you know, he takes care of all the. Uh, planning and everything like that and then he says okay are you okay with this and i said yeah it's great awesome that's great because yes. you know what because you guys are becoming whole you, you guys are making you guys are working together and appreciate each other company and that's what's important right that's why it's working because it's yes. not not work so just that you have you have your part to do he have his part to come together and you collaborate i think it's wonderful yes it is and he is wonderful. Yes, he is. <laughs> That's awesome. You're going to have a very good night tonight, Miss Joan. <laughs> okay. We're going to on a different note, Miss Jones. Yes. Um, what legacy um, or impact would you like to leave in the world right now? Knowing that what you are doing and where you are in your life of, because of you could recharge and refuel your body to go back and do it all over again and to rebuild this great community that you are trying to build with all those amazing people that volunteers with you. 
I just, um, the legacy that I want to leave behind is, is that our community matters. Black lives do matter. Yes, every life matters, but um, I have to speak on the Black Lives Matter because that's who I am. Right. And I want to see the young people succeed um, because education, as Malcolm X said, is the passport to the future. Amen. Oh, and right. I want anyway. them to have a bright future. Beautiful. Well said. Well said, Ms. Joan Lee. So <laughs> as you have said before, my, with my R's, there's another R. The R okay. of the community, as you know, is to recharge, to rebuild and restore. How mm -hmm. can you give or leave an encouraging word, a powerful quote, a poem or song to the audience that will listen to this podcast all over the world right now? Oh, I think my favorite quote... One of my favorites is success is nothing unless you have someone you love to share it with. Wow. Say it one more time. It's surely <laughs> success is nothing unless you have someone you love to share it with. Awesome. Awesome. Yes. And I know you had said before in, in the podcast while we was in the interview, can I just please recap and uh, how we can find you and in details so when the audience go to check you out, even to either it's either to give a donation or to come and ask questions as a parent or to volunteer as a mentor or volunteer to your community, just tell the audience where they can reach you and how they can find you. Okay. You could find us on our website at www.wibca.org. You could find us on our Facebook page at WIBCA Montreal MPO, on our IG page at WIPCA Montreal NPO, or you could simply call the office at 514-683-3925. Ms. Joan Lee, it was a pleasure talking to you tonight. It's a pleasure of take, you taking the time, as you said, out of you amazing beautiful schedule of giving back to your community and on your own for your family to spend some time with us tonight on the podcast so thank you for sharing your story with us i pray and hope that god continue to bless you abundantly with wisdom and knowledge and to be wise when you go back to help your community to grow and for it to become better than who they are and to shine like a star Thank you, Rosalind. Thank you so much for having me and Petal and just and, and thank you for supporting WIPCA and reaching out to us. And um, I look forward to being on this program again and, and you know, giving you a, a progress report. Oh, that's right. I can't wait uh, next month, I guess, to hear all the updates and who have given back and who, because I'm going to bug everyone out to go and support <laughs> to this. Yes. WIPCA. Thank you. <laughs> Please do. Yeah. Please do. Yes, I will, because that's what I do best anyway. So I respect them for sure. To go and give back to the to the community because we need that. Our children need it, and our children, children will also appreciate in the due time of our generation to come. So let us just keep on giving to this WIPCA Association, Miss Jones. 
Thank you, Roslyn. Thank you so much and have a good night. Thank Talk you. To you hey guys, welcome to Recharge, Rebuild and Restore. R3 with me, Ros. You know, today uh, it's a really hard topic for many people to talk about and it's a big C cancer how are we able to deal with it the with the support with family and friends with treatment with research where is research is right now you know who gets involved why how you get help where do you go from where you are information that you need to know you know uh, being as honest as you can about how you feel it will allow you to have all the emotions that you need and you don't need to, to protect people by hiding your fears because when you learn of that disease it, it is healthier to express them even if you are not sure how you, you feel or, or what to say once you start talking, you may find it easier to, to, um, to express the way you feel. You can talk privately with someone or you can, uh, you can just stay silent and let them offer support in the best way that they know how. Or you can go to someone to prepare you to, to talk about it with your family. You can ease the conversation by letting people know that there is something seriously to talk about. You know, I know of people who had the disease and some, was gratefully, um, were able to overcome and to be in remission for many years and some wasn't that so fortunate. But... Cancer is a disease that can rob you of many things in in your life. There's all different kinds of cancers. You know, there's breast cancer. There is um, stomach. Name it, there is. There is bone cancer, blood cancer. There's all pancreas. There's all kinds. And um, when you go into that it's very difficult and I totally understand and support um, anyone who is going through that and lots of my friends who've been through that but thank God some have successfully um, triumphantly conquered that disease so um, I just want to say that uh, sharing it with others it's important that you get the support that you need you know, and um, knowing that you're not alone and get help in any ways that is necessary. Um, you can use different art to express your feelings you could, by writing a song or by poems or finding some written by others just, just to have comfort creating a painting or drawing or sculpting that shows what you're feeling because 
being a cancer patient is not an easy thing to go through, no matter what no one says. So then we should never judge someone when they're expressing themselves, when they're coping with these changes. Be physically present, sometimes people want to sit quietly together, just hold your hand, hug you, cry together, or just be a shoulder to lean on. In our community, it's important, and I know there's friends and people that I know that no matter what, you will call and they'll show up. You wouldn't call and they will call and know something is not right, and they will just support you whichever way they can. Um, it's um, a lot sometimes to, to take in, but there is lots of help and there is lots of feelings that you feel you know how will I deal with it financially uh, work uh, support with um, family support that's a caregiver for you there are different ways sometimes the caregivers too are overwhelmed because of the time they spend and seeing you go through the pain they feel that um, they don't know how to help you because I've been through that but you just have to um, have patience and listen to that person that is going through that that um, sickness at a time and try to be um, supportive as much as you can and and um, not be too harsh or judgmental or, or not understanding as you should because, you know, sometimes you you think that you're um, doing the right thing and then sometimes the person is so sensitive with the emotion and the vulnerability at the time not um, want to express themselves de depending on the way you are treating that person or making them feel. Not Sometimes, you know, we could not see anything and that person feel what you are doing. Or you cannot um, do anything and still that that happens as well. So we have to be careful with that too. We have to know that um, maybe they want to take them for um, a special place they used to go before, you know, like a a drive or vacation, you know, making plans for the future, where do you stand, uh, where do you see it is happening, what the prognosis of that disease. And some people get more spiritual where they try to take time to find themselves and, and go in a place of comfort where they know they could be comforted. Uh, so, some people feel that... Um, they need to have op different options of different kind of treatment. Where do you go? Where do you stand? Uh, what would be best for them with the diseases that they learned about? Uh, living and living with a disease, how it will make them feel. Also, what research is there? What's the research that's out there that can help them to to um to go forward and um 
and being able to to be comfortable and the pain tolerance that it will have and what it can do to to treat that cancer you know it, it, it's it's important and the quality of life the quality of life they will have because sometimes you um you don't um know what kind of um how you would feel after you diagnose so you have to be able to um be prepared so preparation is important as well and surrounding yourself with people that you know that really that really would will try their best to to give you all comfort as you need because it's, it's very important uh, and uh, when that is all done and there is no no other um No other things to do or say, and you're in a place where you're comfortable. It's it's important. It's important. Yes. So I um, want to say that Hey guys, welcome to Recharge, Rebuild, and Restored. R3 with me, Ross. Tonight, I'm talking about a really hard topic that everyone sometimes is afraid or scared to talk about. And what is that? The big word. The big word no one wants to talk about. And it's the letter C. And what is that? It's cancer. So who gets cancer? How does cancer start? Is cancer genetics? Genetic? Is there a vaccine for cancer? Can cancer be cured? What are the stages of cancer? What do it, does it mean? Does cancer have symptoms? You know? So, to start is that Anyone can get it. Although the risk goes up with age, you as an individual risk, depending on the factors such as whether you smoke or you drink or your lifestyle that you choose, what you eat and you put into your body, do you exercise or train? Do you have a family history of cancer? And the factors is in the workplace too or the environment that you you are or live in, or live in. How does it start? Your body is made up of many different types of cells. Under normal conditions, grow, cell grows, divide into different with old and new. Some of the old one dies. Then some are replaced by new cells. I'm not an expert, so I'm just for what I've learned over the years. I'm just sharing. Sometimes the cell can can mature and grow out of control, you know, and um, it can form a mass or a tumor, a, a mass or a tumor instead of dying. So it, the tumors can be, be denied 
It could be non-cancerous or it could be that is killing your disease with the different tissues of your body. It can also spread parts of your body causing different forms. But with the process it's called with this process it could be represented as an advanced part of a cancer. So the the best thing to do and to know is that there is help out there. And if you need, it will make provision. Provision can make for you in any different ways or form. Cancer is genetics. Not really, because sometimes or family members or your history, as much as you know, never had that disease. But you have it. Or that person have it. And um, it can change uh, the function of your cells in your body and, and make you feel a certain way. And then while you're feeling that, you realize that you need to find, because it, it's important to, to know your body very well, right? Because if, if you are aligned with your body and take the time to figure out what, what is and is not working, then you have a sense of something isn't right. So please take the time to know your body. Know, try to know and try to do what's best for your body. The things you put into your body. The things, the places and environment you surround your body with. The, um, the stress level, be careful as well. Because we all go through stuff in our life, stress, family, friends, all sorts of things. But the way we live our life and how hard we try to, to capture moments that's more important than being too stressed out. Um, and no cancer is not a cold. You, know, you cannot catch it from someone it's, who have the disease. It doesn't work that way. So you don't have to be afraid to support someone. If they're going through, to going through that at a time. Is there a vaccine for cancer? I don't think there's a vaccine for cancer. But there are vaccines for some of the viruses that is known to cause cancer. Such as um, HPV and hepatitis B. HPV can cause cancer... And getting the vaccine against it can help protect against different types of it, like surgical, cervical cancer, troth, pancreas, along with other form of cancer. And the, the P, the HPV vaccine protects against many strains of the virus that causes this cancer. I'm not an expert, so. Uh, for the next few weeks, we'll have an expert on. We'll have an expert next week uh, with a, a survivor, a cancer survivor, that can, can share uh, of how they have been through what help is out there and how they supported others as they're going through.
cancer can be cured for sure. Yes. With treatments, with change of diets. Yes, it can be cured. A complete remission means there is no longer any signs of it. So there is hope, guys. There is hope out there. So whoever is listening to this, know that you are loved and ask for support if you need it. You do not have to be alone to go through that. There's different stages of cancer. There's different stages. From zero, it means that it's still farm in a place where it didn't spread. So there is hope to remove it right away. Stage one is usually presented with a small tumor that has grown deeply nearly within the tissues. Stage one, stage one usually represents a small tumor or a cancer that hasn't grown deeply nearby tissues is just starting guys so there is hope stage two and three is usually presented like a larger cancer or tumor that's grown more deeply into the tissue and it can spread to the lymph nodes however uh, if it's the organs and parts of the body but if you catch it in time you can have surgery done and still be recovered from it you know and stage four is a stage that has spread in the organs and parts of the body and it may be referred as um as advanced cancer but still there is hope there is hope because i know of people who have been through and they are here right now that testified that they was healed so you know, um, all who is going through, there is hope. And, and does cancer have symptoms? Does cancer have symptoms? Yes, it does. It does have symptoms. Sometimes, well, not always, the sign is, is noticeable. Depending on the type of cancer and where is it located in the body. As cancer grows, it can push on nearly any organs and other structures. And resulting pressures can cause signs and symptoms that is noticeable. You can have fever or fatigue or pain. Your skin can change. Your bowels can change. The soreness of your body. Unusual bleeding or discharge. Tickling of, 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 of lumps in parts of your body such as your breasts. You know. A recent change in the in your mode or your, the way you speak or talk or walk. You can be having a nagging cough or hoarseness for many months or years and not knowing. Keep in mind that there can be other reasons and signs and symptoms as well. The only way to find out that it's causing this is to go and see a doctor. Don't say I'll wait and I'll do it next time. Remember, if you notice anything or symptoms that doesn't pass or you don't feel right because we have this intuition in our, in our, in our mind and in our soul that says something is not right, listen. Take the time to listen to know your body. There's different ways to treat cancer when a person or a patient have that. There is chemotherapy. You can use drugs. 
that can destroy the cells. But chemotherapy drugs can also harm your healthy cells by leading treatment and side effects that cause you to be sick. The newest drugs, they can have new drugs that come out with new researches that can keep the help that you need. So don't be afraid to go there and get all the research that's needed and the therapies that out there you can have. And when you, you should I get tested for cancer. Some people test different times because there is different things and history of people's lives. And you have to do it earlier than later. You have to do it at um, different stages of your your life. You know, so don't be afraid, guys, to go out there and ask. Don't be afraid to talk. You know, sometimes talking helps. Talking and asking the right questions at the right time with people that knows a little more than you. Or people that will guide you and say, go here or do this or do that. People that will comfort you when you are going through. And it, it is not um, wrong to feel low or feel scared or feel um, that you don't have the strength to, to ask or to speak, but you do. You do, you really do. You just have to be brave enough to do it. Just be brave enough and it will get done. Just be brave enough knowing that it will. You will get the support that's needed as long as you ask. But not asking, you, you, you cannot... Um, you cannot get a help that's needed. So, um, and as caregivers, I was a caregiver, not of cancer, but of ALS to my husband. And I, I, I know how it feels. So, how would a caregiver for a cancer patient go through that moment when they're helping uh, a friend, or parents, or children, or neighbors, or just volunteering their time and services to the community. They are such angels that take the time to listen, to guide, to help, to encourage. And they too need help as well to, to get a break and um, rest and they need to rest so they can go back and do it all over again to the patient. It's not an easy thing to go through uh, because I've been there. It's hard. But God bless all the volunteers and caregivers that take the time out to support patients in the time of um, their struggles with cancer. Being um, in a position where you can give back to your community is important. In different ways, you do not need to, to say too much. And um, just, just do it. Just do it with your whole heart. Do it with your whole heart. And no longer... 
no, no longer a silent disease. It's not a silent disease at all. It can be difficult to know what to say to someone with cancer unless you have been there yourself or you can't possibly understand how they feel. No, no one can. So you just need to support. Many people might say the inappropriate things without realizing it because sometimes we're so often want to do the best and see the best thing and give our effort but still feel short of how we find the right things to say, the right words to say to someone we can say. I know years ago, or not even years, months ago, people will whisper about cancer. Like, oh my, do you know? Do you know? Did you hear the advanced, but now there's advanced treatment. It's increasing survival rate so much. And many people still don't know how to handle the news. So at some point, sometime you, you just have to be willing to um, to say, you know what? I should just talk about it, communicate about the disease, and don't be ashamed. Don't be ashamed because there's people out there that will help you. I know many cancer survivors uh, share similar stories of how it encountered and upsetting um, comments would have made of, of, of mindful people that means well, but they just say the wrong things, you know. So when you um trying to to help or talk or be mindful of, of, of what you say as much as you can, if you just say I'm sorry because you didn't you don't know how they would react or, or what they would say, so just listen. And sometimes people doesn't want to tell you because they're afraid that you will talk about it. But it's not a part of being ashamed. It's a part of taking what you know and helping that person and give, making a strong community for that person so they can have all the support that's needed. Right? So just don't ask these questions about a number or how, what, what did they say. Just listen. Take the time and just listen. Keep it about your friend, not about you. Not, you're not important anymore. Just listen to that person. Follow the lead wherever they want to go. They want to talk. They want to cry. They want to just walk. Don't mind. And don't minimize the experience and say, oh, don't worry, you'll be fine. You don't know. Instead, say, I'm really sorry. Or I hope it will be okay. And I'm here for you. And listen to your intuitiveness. Know when to speak and when not to. Don't preach to them and say, Oh, you know, don't tell the person with cancer that uh, you, you feel and, you, and how you act. No. You don't know what they're going through. So don't act like you do. Instead, say, I know... I don't understand and I don't know what you're feeling, but I'm here for you. I care for you. I will help you the best way that I know how. 
and um, encourage them to to go get fresh air outside if you if they can or bring beautiful music so you can listen together or bring funny movies you can watch and laugh because laughing is the biggest medicine do you know that show your cares by bringing books or magazines giving them surprises to make their life <laughs> bringing them surprise to make them laugh you know surprise them with a nice meal like a smoothie if they can eat or a great book to read, or magazines, uh, or cook, or have them do laundry. If they have to get babysitters, help them. Baby. Do whatever you can. Create a, a, a safe haven for them as they're going through. So a community where, where you can delegate people to say, you know what? I am doing this for you, and I have this person I know that can help you. I have that I thing I can do to to ease your pain or give you more confidence needed. So be encouraged to, to them. Share with them success stories and survivals of other cancer patients. No cancer is the same, none, none whatsoever. Never tell a story of unhappy ending. Always try to make it uplifting to them. <laughs> Let them know that you love them. Be silly. Oh, make them laugh. Sing songs you don't even have a tune to. Just give them back a sense of, of silliness and laughter in their hearts. So they will be full of joy, you know. So listening to cancer patients on a personal level, what I've been through with many friends, and giving your time, it's so appreciative for them and making them laugh because I've seen it and encouraging them so go with there and help them emotionally as you can physically as they can they need the help spiritually if they need it it's not to be forced on show them there is something better out there that they can capture it and they can have a sense of peace within their heart and be wise when we, we support because with support of cancer patients because I know lots of caregivers that being true and the caregivers need help as well, you know. They need support as well. Somebody need a break to just go for a walk or to have a tea or to just have a nap to go through the cycle again helping that patient. So don't forget to... um. To whisper a prayer, if you do so, if you do pray, to any friends or family members or just a cancer society in a whole that is going through and send positive energy to that person or to the community or to the family or friends and let them know that you got them. You have them if it's needed. So thank you guys for listening and stay tuned for next week because you will have a few people that will share their stories and and give um, information to um, to the archery and Ross community. So thank you for listening, everyone. Have a wonderful day. Be blessed and stay blessed. It's important to love your others and love your surroundings and know that um, they are loved. And love makes the world go wrong, and it is true. Love makes your 
your feeling of emotions get a little easier when you can see love and be love and feel love. Love makes you smile when you're down. And love gives you hope. So go out there and be hopeful. Be hopeful, guys. Thank you for listening. Have a great day. Peace. And don't forget to recharge and rebuild and restore your soul, your mind, and your spirit. Blessings. Hey, guys. Well, right now, I am in the woods. You wouldn't believe this. And I have this beautiful woman here. Her name is Audrey. And she also is a supporter and how would you, should we say that? Uh, hmm. I have to think to say the right words. A woman that is out there trying to help and support as a caregiver for her sister that is going through stage four cancer. So please give us a little information and updates about your sister this time. Welcome, Audrey, to the podcast. Hello, Roz. How are you? I'm great. Yourself? I'm just feeling wonderful in the woods here with you. Awesome. So tell us a little bit about um, your sister and going through that terrible disease, which is called cancer. Well, she was first diagnosed um, a couple of years ago. She was uh, experiencing some funny things in her lungs, so she went to be tested. And she thought it was hot tub lung or hot tub disease, and uh, they did the, the tests and said, no, it's cancer, and it's in both lungs, so that's why they call it stage four, because it's in more than one organ. I was okay. surprised about that. And uh, she was in shock. We were all in shock, and uh, but then she just grabbed the bull by the horns and said, no, I'm going to fight this. I'm not giving in. I'm not giving up. I'm not going on therapy, uh, chemotherapy. I'm going to fight this and get well. So how are you supportive to her right now, knowing that she has stage 4 cancer? And do you, does she have a big support team? Uh, she has a support team. I'm probably her biggest uh, non-medical support. And I, uh, I, I'm in touch with her on a daily basis through text messaging, uh, mess, Facebook Messenger. We talk on the phone probably once a week for an hour or more. Uh, we share all of our ideas, our positive, uplifting ideas about what we can do, both mentally, spiritually, and physically, with our diets, with our exercise. She also walks a lot. She does yoga. She does sauna. She does Wim Hof breathing exercises. She does it all, and we support each other in that quest. Awesome. So now, when you give it all that support for she to get stronger and have that place of, um, of security with you, how are you being rejuvenated or recharging to be able to give her all that that she needs to keep on going? Well, it's probably... Mostly because I do the same things as I'm encouraging her to do. And she encourages me to do these same things. Just coming into the woods every day for an hour or more. And uh, I also do my Wim Hof breathing. I do cold showers. I do some stretching, yoga-type uh, maneuvers in the morning. I do all those good, and I'm learning to, to pray. 
I'm learning to get more spiritual in my Amen. daily practices. Awesome. And even though they're very subtle and they're very minor right now, it's a, it's a process. It's a learning journey. It's an uphill sort of slope. I wouldn't say a hill. It's, <laughs> it's, 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 so we're doing these things together. And Donna is also um, on a spiritual journey together. So we have a lot to share. And and I feel rejuvenated and and reinvigorated every time I hear her optimism. Beautiful. So that's how I get support back from Donna. Well, well, thank you so much. Appreciate it. But you know, on the podcast, it's our, the three R's: um, recharge, rebuild, and restored. So, what would you say is your season right now, supporting your sister Donna as she's going through the stage four cancer? You mean which one of the three? Which one of the three would you say? Restore, rejuvenate, or... Recharge, rebuild, and restore. Recharge, rebuild, and restore. I don't think I could separate them. I think they're all, they're all involved. They're interconnected 100% of the way. You can't do one without having an influence on the other. The more you recharge, the more you're able to restore and rejuvenate. And it's rebuild, and it's... They're all connected, so I could not choose one. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me, Audrey. We appreciate that so much. You, that what she has just shared would be able to help someone that is going through the same thing with family members or friends or just colleagues or a place of your, either your community or your neighbors. So we appreciate you taking the time to talk with me. Thank you so much. Thank you, Roz. Have a great day. Thank you. I had an opportunity to speak to a cancer survivor and it was amazing to hear his resilientness, his courage, his hope and being hopeful. And I would just like to say you must not do the things that you don't think will give you the strength. Don't let pain define you. Let it refine you. If you don't like something, change it. Difficult roads often lead to beautiful destination. It is difficult to say that it's impossible, but cancer change your lives. Often for the better. So don't give up hope. Don't lose faith. Keep on holding on. Try to keep on smiling when you are in pain. Try to... Stay positive and continue to laugh. Surround yourself and let's surround your thoughts with inspirational things and people that will encourage you, will pray for you and keep supporting you when you go through this time of whatever you're battling. And not even cancer, any disease. So I pray and hope that you will enjoy this podcast today. Be blessed. I had the opportunity to speak to a cancer survivor, Jason Miller, and he had resilience. He was um, amazingly happy and feel blessed and love, knowing that people surrounded him and gave him strength. He built relationship with his parents and um, he didn't give up. So you must not give up. Don't let pain define you. Let it refine you. 
if you don't like something, just change it. Difficult roads often lead to a beautiful destination. It is difficult to say what is impossible, but nothing is impossible. Cancer changes lives every day, every second actually, every moment. But oftentimes it's for the better. So don't lose hope. Keep on holding on. Whoever is listening to this message, you don't have to be cancer. It can be lots of different things. It could be mental illness. It could be physical. It could be spiritual. It could be emotional. Don't give up. Hold on. Find the right people that will encourage you. Find the right people that will support you truly and not just for a moment. Surround yourself with people that you truly know who loves and care for you. And just keep on smiling Keep on shining and just keep on loving others and others will love you back. So take the time to listen to the podcast. It is very, very encouraging words with Jason. And it was wonderful to know that he made it and he's in remission right now after going through this ordeal, fighting and battling cancer. So enjoy. Hey guys, welcome to Recharge, Rebuild, and Restored. R3 with me, Roz. Welcome to the podcast.